Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 306. And today, I am excited because we're going to talk about when and how to hire help to grow your online business. And this is something that I've struggled with in the past. I still kind of struggle with it now because I like to have full control of my business. Does that sound familiar? Do you want to know all aspects of your business? And do you want to feel as though you have say in every single part of your business? Well, if you feel like that, well, you're not alone because I feel like that too. I still feel that like that. And it it took me up to probably a couple of years ago to realize that I needed to let go of certain tasks. And it's funny because I go all the way back to when I was in the construction business and teaching people to do certain jobs for our customers and then letting them do it on their own was really hard for me because I wanted to make sure it was done up to my standards, right? Because I knew what we wanted done in the company. That's one sticking point for a lot of people is they want that full control. And I get it, right? I do too. But you have to also understand there's other people out there that could either do as good a job or sometimes better, a lot of times better in certain tasks because you guys have probably heard, you know, you want to be a jack of all trade or a master of none. Well, which one do you want to be? I think you can be a little bit of both because I like to know what's happening in the business and I like to know how it it works and, and how certain jobs are done, but it doesn't mean that I should be doing all of those jobs. So I invited a guest on today and this guy really does know a thing or two about this. His name is John Jonas and uh, he has a lot of expertise in this and he learned it the same way that we've learned it and is by kind of going through it, figuring out that, oh my gosh, there's got to be something I can do here to uh, to make my business run better. And then he started hiring people. And then once he started hiring people, uh, virtual assistants or whether they're just contractors or just employees, he soon found that it wasn't that easy to do. So he created a service that actually goes through and, and finds these good people and qualifies them for you, which he'll talk about. But really the reason why I wanted to have him on is to talk about how we can do this. How can we figure out what we can let go of and what we can hire out and kind of some systems to put in place to where we can find these people that can do these jobs for us? And uh, he's got a great story to share with you. And it's funny because before he even came on, we didn't have a huge conversation about what we were going to dive into. I just knew it was going to be how to help you and, and me to be able to hire out to do these tasks in our business that can help us scale and grow faster. Uh, but he also shared, and I didn't, I didn't know this until I, I got on the, on the uh, call with him, but uh, how he actually has played around in this Amazon space a little bit and how he's also hired VAs or uh, contract workers to do some of, these, some of these redundant tasks or the tasks that he doesn't want to do. So it was just kind of funny that I had him on not knowing that he has played on the Amazon platform at all. And uh, it's funny, you're going to hear about how his son kind of turned him on to the idea and it's just a great story. So really, no matter where you are in your journey, this is definitely good information because sometimes you're going to start seeing that you're doing these tasks that you're like, man, if I could just get this stuff done, I could work on other more important things. Then that may be the time to go ahead and find someone to help you out inside your business. And then that will help you grow even faster. All right. So I'm going to stop talking now so you can enjoy this conversation, this in-depth conversation that I had with John Jonas all about how to free up more time and get more stuff done. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Well, hey, John, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. 
no, this is going to be great. Uh, I, I, again, I, I think that you and I talked a little bit before we got on the air. I mean, we're, we're both fathers. We're, we're dads. We're like, we've got a family. Uh, we've got businesses. It's, it's kind of hard to maintain some things at times. And sometimes we can feel like we're trying to do so many different things. And I think what you're really good at is figuring out like how to delegate that stuff and how to uh, take some of that off of your, uh, off of your plate. So that's really what I want to dig in here is uh, like, how can we do that? And when should we do that? But before we do that, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, great. So uh, a little bit about myself and why I'm good at this, I think is, um, I'm a terrible employee. Like <laughs> I, I, I had a job for 10 months out of college and I'm just terrible. Like I was stealing my employer's time and I was working on my own stuff at work. And it's just like that. There's no incentive for me to do well when, when someone else, when I'm making someone else rich. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can relate. Yeah. So I, but on the, at, at the same time, I don't like doing the grunt work in my business. And, mm. and I, when I started, I knew that there was just too much for me to do to get it all done correctly. And, um, and, and to move things forward. And so I tried all kinds of stuff for like hiring local employees and that didn't work for four different times. And I tried hiring people in India and that was a disaster. And I hired people off of Upwork and actually it was Odesk at the time, yep, and yep, remember that. And, which was fine. It just like, so you, a little bit about my background and my personality I am really, really interested in building passive income and I, um, I want it. I, if, if I feel like I have to do the work, I feel like I'm not succeeding at yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I, when I was hiring these people off of Odesk, um, it always just led to me doing more work. Like I, I couldn't pass a system off to someone like, for example, I wanted to write these articles articles were super effective a while ago. Oh, sure. Yeah. So we would, so we, I'd hire someone on Odesk to write 50 articles and they'd write them and then they'd send them back to me and I'd pay them. And it was like, Oh crap. Now I have to go and, and check. Well, first of all, I had to check them before I paid them because half the time they were plagiarized. <laughs> um, right. Right. Because, because that person like, they don't care. They don't care about your business, you know? Yeah. Like if, if, if you pay them and they've written plagiarized articles, how much better for them, you know, mm. it's just crappy. So I check them and then, and then I pay them and like they're done. And now I have to go and do something with these 50 articles. And it's like, I don't have time to do this crap. So that was super frustrating for me. Um, so how I got good at delegating was I got, I got a really good tip at one point from someone to, he said, Hey, when you're ready to go to the, when you're ready to start outsourcing some of this stuff you're doing, make sure you go to the Philippines with it. And I was like, what? Like, that's weird. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, outsourcing is outsourcing, right? It's all the same thing. He said, yeah, because in India, when you tell them something and they say, yes, that means, yes, I heard something come out of your mouth. <laughs> it does not mean, yes, I understood what you said. Right. <laughs> And yeah, my reaction was kind of like your reaction. Like, what? Yeah, right. What do you mean? <laughs> and and he gave me a good reference to where I could hire someone. And, and it was it was a hard thing because he gave me a reference to where I could hire someone full time. Mm. And and I went back and forth for a couple months not knowing if I should hire them or not or if I had enough work to keep them busy. And and I, I did it. I hired this guy full time. And it was the single most liberating experience of my life because – I, I had this dude full time working for me and I just knew like, number one, I got to keep him busy. 
And number two, I could teach him to do anything I wanted him to do. And so like I, I taught him how to do the article thing that, that I talked about and I taught him how to write the articles and I taught him how to post the articles and I taught him how to, how to do the, the resource boxes and the headlines. And I taught him how to, how to link them to each other and how to link them to my website. And, and I taught him the whole process, which was something I never could have done hiring a contract worker. And that was when I realized like, this is really, really good. This is way different than whatever else I've, I've tried or heard other people doing before because I had this full system being done and I wasn't a part of it. And the dude made $250 a month for full-time work. Yeah. And to, to them, I mean, again, in, in these, in the different countries and stuff, that's, that's, it's different. Like for us, it sounds like that's not a lot of money to them. And I've even heard it where some people are like, I don't want you to pay me more because then it puts me like in this other light or this other, you know, I'm, I'm, I, people are going to see me differently and they don't want that. They just want to make a good living. And that's a good living. Uh, so I guess sometimes people get thinking to themselves they're underpaying when in reality in their you know, I guess pay scale, it's, it's pretty good, um, for, for them. The one thing I do want to just highlight here though, and I want to ask you a little bit about this is I know some people probably asking the same thing is, okay, this sounds all great and all, but don't you, you had to know what you wanted done or you needed to understand how it works. So whenever someone comes to me, they're like, okay, I want to be able to do all this. You know, I want to be able to launch new products and I want to be able to then maybe create an ebook or do this or that. You still have to understand how that works or you're going to have to hire someone that knows how all that works so then they can hire out. Correct? Yes. Yes. I love that. I get people that come to me all the time. They're like, uh, I want someone that can, uh, I, I just, I just want to hire them and they'll do the, they'll do the whole ebook thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, that's not, that's not how this works. Like, you don't, you're not hiring someone that's going to run your business for you. That's your job. Mm. You know, you have to understand why you have to be the CEO. You have to understand why you're doing what you're doing and how it works. And then you hire someone to do the, to do the work and you give them direction and mm. you, and you teach them. And, and it, cause if you don't know how to do it, so especially in the Philippines, this is really interesting. Um, I only hire people in the Philippines and it's, it's a completely different experience there than, than anywhere else in the world as I've found. Um, but especially in the Philippines, if you don't teach them things and show them that you're there to support them and, and help them do their job, you'll have a really bad experience. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a cultural thing where Filipinos are worried about not doing it right, about not pleasing you, about Mm -hmm. you not being happy. And so if you haven't shown them that you're there for them by giving them training, by helping them, by giving them good feedback, um, they'll be really worried that you're going to be upset with their work. Even if they're an expert at it, even if they, even if they really know what they're doing, they're still going to worry that you're going to look at it and say, Oh no, this isn't what I wanted because mm. you didn't teach them what you wanted. Gotcha. So teaching them what you want and how you want it is, is really important. It's, it's a really big deal to kind of understand at least in the beginning. It's a really big deal to understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm hearing here really is, and that's kind of what I would have thought, but you know, yeah, you have to, you have to know the job that you want done. Like for us, we're in the physical products world. Okay. So for us, we, we have certain criteria and certain ways that we do product research. So we need to understand how that all works. But once we understand how that works, we can then teach someone else how to do that on our team and then have them do it and then only bring back the products that might meet our certain criteria that we can then look at at a higher level. Um, so this way we can say yes or no to it. But we don't have to do all of the digging. So let me, give you, let me give you a couple of examples of how I've done that. Sure, that'd be great. 
Okay, so I bought an ebook once that taught a specific marketing tactic, and I read it. So this was this was an interesting experience for me because before this, I, I would buy something because it looked really awesome, and then it, I would never even download it because if I downloaded it, I knew it would sit on my computer, and if it sat on my computer, <laughs> I, I knew it was like mentally challenging, right? Right. Because I wasn't going to read it because I didn't have time to do it. Right. So this one, I bought it and I downloaded it and I read it immediately because I knew I'm not going to do the work for this. I'm going to have someone else do the work. Okay. And that was a big deal. So as I read it, I filtered it and I, I took notes on it and I said, so when I, when I sent it to one of my guys in the Philippines, I told him, I want you to implement this, read this and implement it. But I want you to pay specific attention to these chapters and these pages because they're really important. And here's the information you need for the to implement the piece on this page. I also want you to ignore this chapter and these other pages because they're not relevant to our business. Gotcha. Because in the Philippines, when you when you give, if you were to just give someone something like that, they'll try and implement everything because that's what they think you want them to do. Right, and if you right. do that, they'll get stuck on something. Okay, so there's one story. Um, I have a 14-year-old son who three years ago was like going crazy to want to start a business. Mm, okay. Like bugging me every single day. <laughs> and I, I had two options, either help him or discourage him from being an entrepreneur. Yeah, right, right. Which doesn't work for no, me. Right? No, like, no, no. never discourage him. So uh, I ended up giving him uh, an Amazon product, uh, teaching how to how to sell on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And exactly what you're talking about, like we have certain ways we do product research, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets he he starts going through it, and and I kind of had to do the same thing with him. He's 11, that I that I would have to do with someone in the Philippines. Um, the people in the Philippines are a bit more capable than he was, uh, but you know he would do the he would do the product research and you'd come back to me and I'd be like, okay, so what, what do you think about this one and this one? You know, and we go through it and he picked a product and, and, and did a pretty good job. And then he went through the sourcing thing and found a, found a product to sell. And so anyway, I'll, I'll shorten the story. He starts selling something on Amazon and it does pretty well, but he's 11 <laughs> and like he, he turns 12 and, and starts getting like 12 and 13 and becomes a teenager and, and just completely ignoring it. He, he's not interested. Like he's more interested in, in girls and yeah, and right. video games, you know? And so I have these guys in the Philippines. I'm like, dude, we got to have someone to take care of this, this thing. And so I gave them the same product uh, training course that I had given him and I had them go through it. And I, and I did the same thing with them that I did with him where I told him like, Hey, I don't want you to implement this stuff. I just want you to learn it so that when you go, th- when you come back, and we're ready to start working on this product, we can we can then talk about what we're going to do and, and strategize. And these guys were guys that I had working with me for years. So they, they're comfortable with me and I understand them. And um, so for the last two years, they've been running this thing on Amazon. So like what you're saying about uh, here's how we do product research. Yeah. So we taught them how, how to do product research. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And we taught them how to do pay-per-click on Amazon. And so they go and do the pay-per-click and they send me a report. Here's Here's how much we spent. Here's how much we made. Here are product costs. Here's Amazon fulfillment costs. Here's, you know, so, so now they're running it and they're saying, hey, we have a problem. Someone else is stealing our thing and selling it. Um, what do we do? And I'm like, I don't know. Go read this. So then they're trying to fix it or they're taking care of customer support or um, they're testing. Like, it's amazing what they're doing. They're, they're testing, um, raising the price and lowering the price according to how well it's selling at the time and, and what they're doing on pay-per-click and trying to get us 
uh, trying to get our seller rankings higher. And it, it's really cool to watch them where like, I don't do anything with it, you know, it's really my, great. My, yeah. My 14 year old son, you know, he's a, he's a teenager. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's funny. It's funny that that's your story too. Cause you and I didn't talk beforehand and, uh, it's, <laughs> it's funny that my entire podcast started because of the Amazon space. And, uh, and it's funny that your son went down that road and now you're hiring out VAs to basically, or not even VAs, they're actually your employees, uh, technically yeah. that are working for you that are actually doing the work to basically source a product and then sell the product and then do all of the stuff on the back end that normally we're doing. Um, and a lot of my listeners are doing exactly that. They're going through, we call it our five phases of picking a product, sourcing a product, doing a pre-launch, doing a launch, and then promoting it. So everything is kind of like you said, you can go through that process. You have to understand how the process works, and then you can hand off those tasks to those people. Um, but it almost sounds like your son got the thing going pretty much. You kind of helped him. But then from that point, you were like, well, I don't really know how to do this and I don't want to know how to do this. So just go figure it out. So you actually had your your employee go figure it out for uh, for you uh, to basically then implement and, and come back with you with the results. Somewhat. So I, I that's that's how it is today, because. I don't, I don't want to be involved in it. Okay. When we started, I had gone through the training also. I got you. Okay. And, and the first time we did it with my son, I went through everything and made sure everything was going to work out mm-hmm. because otherwise he's 11, you know, yeah. he's not capable of making decisions. Um, n- not correct. Good decisions. And so I, I understood and knew when we wrote the descriptions of the products, I, I understood that, and and, and you out. and you probably understood it too, though, because you have a you have a, a you have a uh, I guess a history of other yeah. parts of this. Like, and, and I always tell people, like, like I didn't start on the Amazon platform just from scratch. Like, I started over ten years ago online selling my own digital products, and so I yeah. I understand SEO, I understand the keyword totally. loading. So that stuff then. It helps I yourself. All of that. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. I taught it. Yes. Right. Yep. I understand copywriting. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Oh yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So then, then I had someone else. Then I then I brought my own, one of my guys in the Philippines onto it, gave them the training product. But I also, I walked them through the whole thing. Right. 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 And that's a big deal in in doing this with with the Philippines, where you have someone full time, um, you walk them through it, and then you never have to do it again. Right. And that's a big deal because they'll never leave you. They'll never quit. They, they won't. It, this is a kind of a cultural thing in the Philippines where they won't go take another job because they got offered more pay. They're super loyal. They'll stick with you long term. You only have to teach it once. Mm. So what's the OK? So and, and that, that's a great story. And I'm so glad that you're able to share that because it totally ties into, uh, you know, the podcast and it, it, it my, my listeners like that's kind of where a lot of them are. They're in that stage of just starting and the podcast here has really helped people to be able to get those products launched and all that. But then also now we want to maybe systematize or create processes. So this way here we can take that stuff that we don't necessarily need to do. And I kind of look at it like the, you know, the, the guy that puts on a roof doesn't carry the shingles up the ladder and put them on the roof, right? He's the guy that's just going to do all the precision of the roof. But the guy that's bringing up the thing, we call it, you know, kind of like the grunt work, you know, the, the, maybe the teenager that we hire for the summer, you know, sure. but so, you know, with, with what you're saying though, it's like, okay, it sounds all great and everything. And we get them to that point where now we can educate them and we can say, okay, go through this, whether it's us showing them or we turn them onto a training that we purchased and said, here, now this is the next part that I want you to learn. We can do that. But is there anything that in the beginning was hard 
to make that all work? Because it sounds great, but there had to be some things that you had to kind of work out the kinks. Is there something there you can give us maybe some some help and some tips there if we are going to maybe hire our first uh, employee? Okay. So the, there, there are a couple things um, and we've, we've, we've talked a lot about it. I just want to emphasize it. Um, it is really important with your first employee that you understand what you're doing. If you think you're going to hire someone and say, Hey, go take that course and find me a product to sell. Right. It's not going to work. Right. 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 You're right. going to have to be involved. They're not going to do it right the first time. And, and I think that's understanding that and expecting that up front. Mm is is a is a big deal there it's not going to be the way you want it the first time it's not going to be done right um and what i've come to see is if i expect that it's not going to be done right the first time and i'm willing to work with them long term it is so much better than uh not necessarily if it was done right the first time but if if it's done right the first time you either got uh, an amazing amazing worker in the philippines or you hired someone for $100,000 a year in the United States, mm-hmm. right? Um, so so that's, that's one thing, is expect it to not be done right the first time, and you're going to spend some time on it. But if you intend to build a business, rather than just like a hobby one-off thing that makes you money for a little bit of time, it's a long-term process. Yeah. And that's one, of, that's one of the magical things about the Philippines is that they're, they're with you long-term. And so you teach it once, and they're sticking with you. Mm. Um, so another thing is in, in this, it's, especially with like Amazon, it's really great to give them a training product. It's, if you really want to succeed with this, with getting them to, to run your business for you, you have, you got to give them the training product, but you will have to have gone through it ahead of time and you have to have filtered it. Like I told you in the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, like with that story. And then you have to be involved with them. Like you've got to give them feedback as they do work. You have to, you have to help them understand things. Um, it'll be a really big deal as you, as you give them feedback, if you will give positive feedback before you give negative feedback, okay. especially, okay. The, I mean, that's just a general man. Yeah, I think that's especially normal. Especially yeah. in the Philippines. Yeah. It's a really big deal in the Philippines for them. They thrive on positive feedback. Mm. And, and if you give them negative feedback without kind of reinforcing their, like self-image, mm-hmm. um, they'll disappear. And gotcha. disappearing workers is the number one problem you'll have in the Philippines. So like all the things that we've talked about will help you eliminate that disappearing person. Uh, give positive feedback, um, give them training, help them understand that you're there to help them. Um, if you'll give them video feedback, is a big deal. So like uh, use Jing, uh, you can get it. It's free at jingproject.com. It's screen capture, screen recording software made by the makers of Camtasia Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you like you can talk through a training to give to them. And, and the big deal about it is in the beginning, they get to hear your voice and see you talking through the process. So they and they know that like you're there to help them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and when they don't understand something, you can help them again. So, right, right, right. There's some tips. Yeah. And I, I, I was going to say, I think that's basic common sense that like, I mean, whether you're coaching uh, a baseball team or you're hiring employees and having them work for you, it's like if you're going to, you know, put some, uh, I guess, negativity into them because that's really what you're doing. People all of a sudden are going to be like criticized. So all of a sudden you're like feeling like, oh, my gosh, I'm doing something wrong. But if you can you know, build up their confidence and then maybe say, but maybe you could do this a little bit differently or I'd like to see this, but I really like how you did that. I think it's 
it's like anything. We don't mind hearing that as long as we know that we're we're doing things right as well. So you're you're building up, but you're, you it's okay. Then you can pull down a little bit. But I just think that's common sense. But people don't do that. There's people in big companies that don't do that, um, and yeah, they wonder why their employees don't want to work for them, right? <laughs> and it's but this is this is especially. It, like it's a, it's a, it's especially important with the Philippines. Okay. Okay. So, so that culture is, is they're, yeah. they're very sensitive in, in that way. Yes. And they, they say that they call themselves shy where like they're a very pleasing culture. They really want to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And if they sense that you're not happy, it's really disappointing to them. And so like, it's different than India where in India you say, Hey, how's the project going? Yes. Are you working on it? Yes. Is it going to be done on time? Yes. Well, you know, like, no, you, you know, they're not going to get it done on time. Right. Um, in the Philippines, when something goes wrong like that, they will say, they'll say nothing. They'll Mm -hmm. disappear. Okay. And and so then you have a sign that something's wrong. Okay. So let me ask you this then, because in one breath, you said that they're very loyal, which they, they are, but in the same breath, if you kind of upset them or feel like, "Eh, I don't know, maybe this, I'm not working out for this person, they could disappear. How do we balance that? Disappear, not meaning like go and find another job, but like say nothing to you, hoping and hoping and hoping that you say something to them Oh, okay. of like more instructions or, Hey, I, I, here's how you take care of that. When, when they say nothing for a couple of days, you say, Hey, I get the sense that something's wrong. What's wrong. What can I help you with? Mm. I, I think that you don't understand something that I told you. And, and very often what I found is like, I'll get employers that'll, that'll email me and say, Hey, my guy disappeared and he didn't do this work. Like what's wrong? Well, well, what did you tell him? Oh, I gave him these really great instructions and I looked over them and they were perfect mm-hmm. and he still didn't do it. I'm like, well, send me the instructions. And when he sends when they send them to me and like, well, I don't even know what you want me to do here. <laughs> That's too so, much. Yeah. Yeah. Very often. Um, if, it, if you have someone disappearing, look at what you have done mm-hmm. and, and maybe have someone else look at it may have your wife look at it or something mm-hmm. and say, Hey, is this clear? Or is this not, is this not clear? Yeah. No. Or, or sometimes probably too, maybe too much information all thrown at once rather than totally, yeah, moving totally, in those baby yes. steps. Right. Yes. Yeah. Very much. No, that, that makes sense. The other question that I'm sure others are asking and I'm asking myself too, like you say employee and that's okay. We understand that that's someone working for us. And then we hear VA all the time, virtual assistant that you have like a contract worker. There is a difference there. Uh, but I guess the big one for me is, is like, how do you handle like employee like compensation insurance kind of a difference okay There's only kind of a difference okay then let, maybe you can explain that let's talk about it yeah so that's one of the really great things about going to the philippines is i have 21 full-time people who work for me in the philippines um i pay them a monthly salary they get the same amount each month because they work for me full-time um i don't pay insurance i don't have an office in the philippines they all work from home i don't have utility costs um I get the benefits of full-time work, but I don't have to submit a 1099. Oh, okay. At, at the end of the year, there's no, cause they're foreign. They're, they don't have a 1099. They don't need that. Okay. Um, okay. I don't have to pay taxes. Um, I don't know if they pay taxes. I don't really care if they pay taxes. Okay. That's not my issue. Right. So I get the benefits of this person is full-time and works for me long-term and everything I teach them is going to benefit my business, uh, in six months and in a year and in five years. And I don't have to deal with the government crap that comes along with an employee. Mm. Right? Mm, no, it's big. Yeah, it, it's really great. 
Okay, so now, so if you, and if it's you, a tax deduction. Well, I was just going to ask you. So if that's if that's still, so it's almost like you've hired a contractor in a sense because when you're hiring a contractor, it's like how much do you want for the job? I, I need it's a thousand bucks. Okay, here you go, and then I get to take that deduction, and I don't have to use I don't have to use them as or classify them as an employee, so I don't have to do all that with the compensation insurance, all that stuff. They're basically a one off. I just paid for the job, uh, and that's fine. So what you're saying is it's it's the same thing as that. It's just you have an employee that works in the Philippines. On my on my tax return every year, the accountant adds a, a line on the itemize your deductions, whatever thing, and it's subcontractors. Gotcha. And he puts he puts Perfect. the labor that I, that we paid. So Perfect. And the, the great thing with a contractor, like the definition of contractor to me is one hundred percent turnover. Mm. Like you hire a contractor, it's it's turnover in your business, period. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they do. They yeah. move on to the next business. And I don't have that hundred percent turnover. I have you know, very, very little turnover. Cool. Now, the other question is, how do you pay them? They, do you just send them PayPal every month or how, do, how does that work? Um, so right now there's a, there's a couple ways to pay them. Um, PayPal is an option. PayPal is, PayPal didn't exist in the Philippines probably until eight years ago. And so, I, you know, I've, I've had guys there for 11 years and we couldn't, that wasn't even an option. And then it, it hasn't been huge over there. Uh, you can still use it. It's slow. The, the exchange rates are crappy. Um, Western Union is another option that's better than PayPal. I know that sounds odd to most people, but for sending money to the Philippines, Western Union is a better option. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. At Online Jobs, we if you're in the U.S., we have recently released our own system, which gives, gives the workers higher exchange rates and um, much, much, much faster payments, which is a big deal in the Philippines because like PayPal takes them five days. And if, if someone's making 500 bucks a month uh, and they run out of money, like there's no backup. Right. You know, like, right, if right. they run out of money, that means they don't eat. And and so like getting their money fast is a big deal. So that that was what we that was our big goal in, in setting up our payment system to help them get paid. So if you're using if you're using online jobs, it, what we call it easy pay is is a really great way to pay them. Okay. And I, and I guess that'll, that's going to bring up the next question. And I know that you have a solution for that. Uh, but so how do you find these VAs now, maybe, or not even VAs, these employees, first off, give me a way that if I didn't have a service and I was just going to go out there and find them, give me that. And then give me the service that you created because you probably had some obstacles and some, and some challenges with, with finding, uh, ones that are vetted and stuff. So finding ones that are vetted is impossible. Okay. Um, that's impossible. So you're basically uh, just kind of, it's like a crapshoot. You're going to go out there, test a few and see who, who might work and who might not. And you're going to okay. probably so get burnt with a few. Here's, here's, here are your options. You can go to Craigslist and go through a couple scammers before you find someone. Okay. Uh, it's, it's really crazy. <laughs> uh, I've never, I've never heard someone successfully find someone on Craigslist. And I think part of uh, a big part of that is just because Craigslist is so unregulated. Mm. It's unmoderated. That's that true. Yeah. It just attracts scammers from both sides. It does. Yeah. So, um, that's one option. A, a second option is you go through a service to find them where like there are companies that have offices in the Philippines. They recruit Filipinos, they bring them into their office and they, they lease them to you basically where they'll, Hey, I want to hire someone. And they, so they say, Hey, here's your guy. Mm-hmm. And now they mark up their salary and you pay the company, they pay him. So, you know, they're going to, you're going to pay the company $1,200 a month. They're going to pay the worker $400 a month and you have someone working for you. Gotcha. Okay. You, they don't necessarily vet them. 
I mean, I'll tell you right now, they're using online jobs to hire those people. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> they're using my website. And I know that because we kick them off all the time. Okay. Um, beyond that, really the only option is, is onlinejobs.ph. Um, and, and so I would love to, I would love to tell you that there are more options than that. Um, and so, so what, what, what does that mean? What, and let's just, let's just kind of drive, you know, kind of, kind of go through that part then. If, if, if we were going to use that service that you created, first off, why did you create the, the, the service? Because there, there was no service and it was something yes. that you were looking for. Okay. Okay. Yes. Because I was trying to hire people and I was teaching people how I was doing this. So when I, when I started hiring these workers and I was finding this amazing experience, I had this mastermind group that I was a part of and we would talk every week and I just found myself teaching it every single week. And gotcha. so I had, and I had these other 15 guys that are trying to hire people and it was just crappy. Like we just didn't have a way to hire people. Mm. And then they wanted me to teach their, their mailing list. How do you, how do you hire, how do you find these people? How do you, how does this work? And so it was like, this sucks. How do you find these people sucks? So I started onlinejobs.ph where I was like, there's gotta be a better way. We're going to create a marketplace. And at the time there was another marketplace. It was called best jobs. And the owners of best jobs are crazy. And one day they shut it down. For no reason, wow. just like shut. It was, it's, there's no logic behind these people. So when we started online jobs, I, I never had this. I never understood. No, I never thought what kind of a reaction it would get in the Philippines. Today, there's over 250,000 Filipino profiles and we never did anything to market it wow. in the Philippines. Wow. They just, they, they really, really responded to it. And so the marketplace just kind of went crazy. So what it is, is it's basically a job board. So you go on and you post your job and Filipinos apply to your job. Oh, okay. It's not a project board where you say, Hey, I have this project done and I want, you know, tell me how, tell me, tell me how you're going to do it. It's, it's like, I, I have this long-term job. Here's what we're hiring for. Come and apply kind of like monster.com or careerbuilder.com. Gotcha. The other side of it is, um, we have these profiles and we make these Filipinos fill out their profiles and, and they, and we kind of make them do a good job of it so that because we created a we created a we call it ID proof, which is a score based on what we know about that person, what what our system knows about that person. I, I had looked at so many profiles that I started to recognize patterns and things and, and realize like, oh, you're fake. Oh, you're real. And, and I knew and I could tell just by looking at them. And so I put that into a computer algorithm. So. So when you say, how do you find someone who's vetted? We have some things that, that help you realize like this person is, is legitimate or this person is not legitimate. Um, so there's some checkpoints there that are in, like you said, in your algorithm and then that's going to trigger, yes. you know, good or bad or, you know, yes. okay, gotcha, yes. gotcha. And that um, makes sense. So, so basically though, so if we go to that, to that website, we basically are not looking, like you said, for like one-off jobs. What we're looking for is someone that meets the criteria. Maybe if I want someone that's going to be a graphic designer, let's say, and they, and all they're going to do is like graphic stuff for me and my brand, then I'm going to look at someone's profile that, that qualifies as being a graphic designer. So, I mean, okay. So if you're, I mean, if you're listening to this right now, you go to onlinejobs.ph and that's, it's, it's a .ph. It's a Philippines website. The first thing you'll notice, everything's in English because everyone in the Philippines speaks English. Not everyone, but anybody you ever deal with will speak English. Um, second, if you scroll down a ways, there's probably some links there, uh, depending on when you're listening to this and we're always changing things. But um, 
there's some links there to some profiles. And, and just so you know, I have people that do programming. I have really good programmers, full-time programmers that work for me. Um, I have good designers. I have good uh, webmasters like HTML, CSS, people that turn designer stuff into code. Um, I have customer service people. I have people that write content. Uh, I have... I have an HR girl who does hiring for us or handles our HR. Um, so I have a girl that handles all of our social media. So we have a, a online jobs Facebook page has 150,000 likes or something like that. And I have never made a single post on it because mm, I hate Facebook. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on that, the site right now and I can see right at the, you know, you can browse for webmaster, SEO, uh, WordPress, yeah, so click wider, on graphic designer. Yeah. So if I go to graphic designer right now, uh, let's see here, it's loading up and, uh, looks like there's a, what you're going to find is a whole bunch of profiles yep, of yep. people who have, so I made that search criteria, what, what you're getting for graphic designer and on, in our system, there's some interesting things that are different. It's not just a text search for the word graphic designer. We have Filipinos fill out their profile and they rate themselves in a whole bunch of different skills. Mm -hmm. We did that because, um, and this is another cultural thing with the Philippines, Filipinos are honest. And not everybody there is honest, obviously, but uh, they're honest to the point where my guys in the Philippines have my credit cards, they have access to my bank account, they have my PayPal account, they have access to my personal email account. Um, We've helped probably 50,000 Filipinos get jobs in the Philippines. Mm. Um, or that was a redundant sentence. <laughs> no, it makes sense. So, I mean, it, and, and we rarely, rarely find a Filipino doing something to hurt an employer. And if they do, it's because the employer hired them, had them do work, and then didn't pay them. And the Filipinos just trying to get paid. Mm. They, they don't want to steal crap from you. You know, they're honest. Now, um, now these rate themselves. Now these these profiles that I'm looking at, like right now, like so these people are all like available now because they're on here. And if you were to hire them, you're saying then they're pretty much committed to you. My I guess my thought process right now would be like, well, what if they're working for me and some some other person, and now they're going to split the time between the two? Totally. So if you hire someone part time. That is guaranteed to happen. Sure. Um, if, if you hire someone part-time, they are working full-time somewhere else. Gotcha. 100%, no question. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you hire someone full-time, uh, they may find another part-time job. It's not uncommon. Mm -hmm. um, at Online Jobs, what we've tried to do is try to add transparency. So, like, if you, if you hire someone, you click hire on there, and now their profile will say they're hired. Um, so someone else can see them and, uh, they can look at their profile and they can contact them, but they'll know this person has a job. They have a full-time job or a part-time job, depending on what you, how you hire them. It'll, mm -hmm. it'll tell them full or part-time. Mm -hmm. If someone else hires them and clicks hired, it'll tell you, the system will tell you, Hey, your person just got hired by someone else. Just so you know. Mm -hmm. Right. So now you can say something like, Hey, what's going on? Why are you getting another job? Um, you know, because that's that's a big deal. Uh, life is hard in the Philippines, and you know, someone making five hundred dollars a month is it, they're gonna they're fine, but they would like to make more. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. like someone here making forty thousand dollars a month, they want or forty thousand dollars a year, they want to make more. Right, 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 right. right. Um, no, I make that that makes sense, I, and I I love it. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the profiles right now. I mean, it's it's very detailed. It gives you the breakdown. Gives you how many hours they're available to work. Tells you their education, experience. Tells you what they're. You have the different tags in there. So in this one, they're Illustrator, InDesign, Photoshop, 
um, which is which is cool. Then you can view the profile. It's really neat, really uh, nice and clean. So uh, I'll definitely be uh, be jumping in here and checking this out myself. Uh, it's really cool um, to be able to have that. And I do see there is, like I said on the on the front page, I think it was where you can hire VA. So you do have virtual assistants if you just wanted to hire off or for like one off jobs. No, well you can. I mean, you can use online jobs to hire someone for a one off job. That's fine. But a virtual assistant would would so like you're looking at a graphic designer. And, and we, we like to call them virtual workers okay. um, just because the word virtual assistant has so many different meanings today. Mm-hmm. Um, a graphic designer or uh, you're looking at a programmer, right? Like someone who can do PHP programming for you for your custom website or whatever. Or you're looking at – if you search Amazon, you'll get tons of results of people who know Amazon. Or if you search uh, Shopify, you'll get people who, who know Shopify. Um, a virtual assistant would be someone who doesn't know Shopify. Uh, but someone who's who probably has pretty good English and they're going to help you schedule appointments or they're going to, um, I don't know, whatever a general virtual assistant does. Like I, I got I, you. I got you. I'm going to have one of my guys in the Philippines look for some medicine at a pharmacy. I got tomorrow. you. So so it's more or less like a uh, like your personal assistant is what you're saying. Yeah, like a personal assistant. Like right. they, they can, you know, if you have just different tasks that you want them to do, they can do that. Yeah. But they're not going to be, uh, they're going to be a jack of all trades and master of none. In, in, That's right. In, in, okay. Probably. I got you. And you can teach them to be a sure. master of whatever you want. I got you. I got you. But that virtual assistant that we're talking about, they were, they're more like a, still like a part-time or a full-time employee, but they only, uh, or they're, they're going, going to be able to do different types of tasks. But if you're hiring someone for just graphic design they could be in charge of all of your all of your design work for your for your right. for your products for your website for your facebook for your instagram whatever you want you can then right. use them for that stuff i got it i got it okay social experts writers i mean you've, you've got every category pretty much covered wordpress i get people that say scott how do i get wordpress and stuff i don't know how to use that well you could hire someone to do it for you right, right. here for pretty inexpensively um, so that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm loving this. It's a great, great little site and it looks like it's very affordable too from what I'm looking at here on the pricing. It's so. pretty reasonable. I mean, it's, it's 49 bucks a month while you're recruiting, you know, as soon as you've hired someone, you're on your own with that person. We're not involved anymore. So you can cancel, cancel the 49. Okay. Right? Okay. You don't need to keep paying to have them hired for you. Yeah. Now, now what about, like you said, the payments, that would be my other thing. So do you work that out with your employee or do you, do you have something there on this site that will allow us to use something that's a, that's a little bit easier to, to manage for paying them? Yes. For paying them. Yeah. When you log in, there's a, there's a, there's a easy pay link. Oh, okay, cool. And so then you just, you, you go into it, you click them hired, your employee will show up in your, in your account. And you can then just pay them. Awesome. You, you go in and fill out your information and send them money and they'll get the money. Okay, cool, cool. No, this is a, this is a great resource. No, this is a great resource. I think for anyone listening right now, like you might not be at this stage yet, right? But when you are, when you start seeing yourself, you're doing these, these tasks, these tasks over and over and over again. And you're like, man, if I could just get that done and then just bring me the results and then I can dig into that, like maybe you only want to do that higher level stuff. That would be the time, uh, to do that. I mean, obviously right now, if you're bootstrapping and you don't have the cash to, uh, to be paying out right now, well, you have to, you have to know it anyway. To me, it's like, you have to know how to do the job. Um, in order to hire out for the job. At least that's my personal opinion. I think yeah, you should no, know you how should, to, your business runs. You should runs. do it. You should do it once yourself. Yes. And understand. But yeah. then once you've done it once and, and you understand the process and you understand, once you understand this works, 
you shouldn't do it yourself again. Mm, mm. Right. And that's, that's my thing for when are you ready? Yeah. Is do you, do you understand this works? Do you understand why this works? Or are you still at the point where like, I don't know if this is going to work or not, Mm -hmm. or I don't know really how to run this business. If you're at that point, you're probably not ready to hire someone. Right. Right. Yeah. If you, if you've done it once and you say, okay, this works. It's time to hire someone. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. I and I, I think a lot of people too. I mean, I was I was guilty of this myself. It's like I want to just do everything myself because I want to make sure it gets done right. And I think that could also be a bottleneck in your business because then you can't grow because you're just like, I just want all the control because not not just because I want to control, but just because I want the results that I want to be the way I right. want them, right? I mean, it's just right. I think we right. all kind of just and especially if it's our brand and it's kind of like it's our thing, it's our little baby, right? We want to make sure it's being taken care of. But I think part of growing as a business owner is to let go of some of those things especially the things that you don't have to do. And I think if someone just writes down what they're doing in a, on a weekly basis, you're going to start to see a trend of things that you're doing that you really shouldn't be doing. You know, it just, yeah, totally. I think it just, it, it'll kind of be eye opening for you. But what else, uh, before we wrap up here, any last little bits of tips for people, maybe just getting started or maybe thinking about, uh, going down this road. So let me tell you kind of where I am with this and where I was today. I, I work a couple hours a day. I call it a 17 hour work week. Um, okay. I, I like I mean, it. I'm not working. It's, uh, we're recording this. It's, it's the week after Christmas, right? Yeah. This is the one thing I'm going to do all week is record this. Yeah. Um, I have people in the Philippines that do everything for me. Uh, all I do on a daily basis is look at what they have done and give them feedback and tell them what else I want them to do. Like I'll give them instructions or whatever. It takes me, takes me a, an hour to two hours a day. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I'm at that point where I, the, for me, this is about lifestyle. It, it's not about building a business to make money so I can work. I want to spend time with my family. I want mm-hmm. to spend time with my wife and my kids. Yep. So I do. Yep. So every decision I make in my business is based around who's going to have to do this work. Is it me or is it someone else? Can mm-hmm. someone else do this work? Because if it's me that has to do this work long term, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to pursue that business opportunity. Yeah. Um, regardless of how much money is in it, uh, it's not it's not worth it to me. So when I got started doing this, obviously I was working my butt off, and it wasn't until I I hired people in the Philippines that I realized this was possible that mm-hmm. I could get someone else to do work for me and have it be affordable, and and have it succeed. So. If you're just starting and if, and what I find is that's kind of that freedom that I have is really what most people's goal is, is to have time to spend with your family. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You got to give this a shot Yeah, Um, because you won't know if this works as I say it does until you try it, until you hire someone and go through the process. Because I'll tell you, this isn't for everybody. It's not going to work for everybody. Um, I had a guy that contacted me a couple weeks ago that was like, Hey, I'd really love to try this. I'm just not sure that, that, that they can do what I want. So I gave him someone, this never happens to me. I never get someone that I know is really good who doesn't work for me. Like people come to me all the time like, Hey, can you refer me to someone? Like, no, if I knew someone who was really great, I would have them working for me full time. Mm. Right. I had someone who I knew was really great. He came from a really good friend of mine whose business had changed. I knew this guy was great. I gave him to this other guy who had approached me. And he didn't work out within one day. And, and that's because the dude wasn't, he's not patient at all. He's, he's not tolerant for any mistakes. 
Like this isn't going to work out for you. Yeah, yeah. You have but to be willing to. But you won't know that yeah. until you try it. Right. You won't know if it'll work for you until you try it. No, I, I, I agree. I think that, you know, it's it's part of growing, right? It, and, and like you just said, you can't expect it to be perfect the first time out. You're going to be ta- you're going to be training and you're going to be tweaking to make it work. And once you get that set up, then I think it's then it's off to the races. One last thing, though. Do you do any check ins like periodically? Do you have a scheduled time? Do you get you know, maybe parts of your team together? Like, how does that work for you? So some people, uh, so that's a personality thing. I don't, I mean, okay. I, I have, okay, so this is a really important thing. This is a really important tip. I require all of my people every day to send me an email. Oh, okay. I like that. To say, here's what I did. I, I require them. I want them to answer three questions every single day. Number one, what did you do today? Uh, number two, what problems did you run into? And number three, what can I help you with? Mm. So I want them to answer that question every single day. And, and so I get an email from them every day saying what they did. That is a big deal for me just because of the way I work. We're like, I don't want to think about what they're working on. I want to think about how to make my business better. Mm. And if I have to think about the little details of what they're doing, I'm not using my brain power to improve my business. Mm-hmm. And so rather, so what, what that daily email does is it gives me, it gives me every single day, uh, time for my brain to switch on to what they're doing for a minute or two or 10 and give them the feedback that they need or the instructions that they need. And then I move on and I know I don't have to think about it again until I get that daily email. So that's a big deal. So do I have scheduled phone calls with them? No. Um, and that's kind of my personality. I don't want that responsibility. Um, do we ever get together? I got together with them one time six years ago. It was an amazing experience where I took my family to the Philippines for six weeks. Oh, wow. And yeah. We just hung out on the beach for six weeks. That's and cool. I brought them all together for a week of that. It was awesome. Um, otherwise, I don't meet with them. Um, and what about any, I mean, is it just email that you, you, you communicate or do you use Slack? Do you use any other type of uh, platform for that or is it just strictly email? Yeah, so my team actually set up Slack without me. Okay. <laughs> because they wanted to talk to each other. That's and cool. They said, hey, can we use Slack? And I was like, I don't know what that is, but sure, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now, yes, I use Slack with them and that's cool. Um we use Basecamp as our project management system, and okay. I love that. So I've, I've kind of transitioned away from email even uh, over the last year or so to using Basecamp. So most of those daily emails, daily check-ins happen through Basecamp, uh, which I love. So That's awesome. Yes, Basecamp, Slack, uh, email. Yeah, cool. All right, John. Well, this has been awesome. I appreciate you taking time out of your day being that one thing that you did for the week was actually beyond the podcast. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> and I just want to say thanks. We'll probably have to do a follow-up with you though. Cause I think uh, once I even get into this a little bit further myself, I do have a small team that works for me um, and with me really in, uh, you know, in all aspects of my businesses, but I've always got room to improve and get better. And uh, I, I haven't tried out this, uh, this job board type site that you have here, this online job. So I'll definitely be checking that out. looks interesting. And um, I would just, let everyone else know that's listening. You know, if you have any questions, uh, you know, let us know. Uh, you know, if I if I can't answer it, uh, I'll I'll turn you over to John, and hopefully we can get the answer from him. But uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks again, John, and I really do appreciate you coming on and doing this. I think this is valuable for a lot of people, and it also I think it's a great story to show that you started like doing all of this stuff, and then you've kind of seen. Uh, I, I guess a, a problem that needed to be solved and you came in and you created a solution and you're using that solution, but then now you get to turn that into something that can be another part of your business. So I think that's really awesome to see how things just kind of happen as you start to move through this, 
this uh, jungle of entrepreneurship, <laughs> you know? Totally. Yeah. 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 So I, I just want to say thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Um, what's the link again that people can go to to check out uh, a little more about you and also um, the uh, the online jobs? So onlinejobs.ph, uh, Philippines, is the site. Uh, if you want to look at, look at me a little bit, you can go to johnjonas.com. If you want to contact me, you can use any contact us link on any of my websites uh, and it'll get to me. It won't get to me initially, <laughs> but it'll. But if you ask for me, it'll get to me. Gotcha. I'm infinitely available through email. So Awesome. That sounds awesome. So I was, again, just want to say thank you so much and I'm sure we'll be in touch and uh, hey, enjoy the rest of the holidays. All right, man. Sounds great. Thank you. Talk to you later. All right. So pretty eye-opening, right? I mean, if you're thinking to yourself, like, how do I get someone to come on and start creating content around my brand? Well, this would be a great way to do that. You'd hire someone that would, all they would do is just create content around your brand. Uh, And that would be someone that specializes in blogging maybe, or maybe in YouTube or something like that, right? So there's different things that you can do. It could just be someone that you want to do those day-to-day tasks. Maybe it's your customer service. Maybe it is your social media post. Maybe it is product research. Maybe it's finding sourcing agents. And then from there, bringing back the top ones to you. Like there's so much that you can use someone else's skill set. Now, the one thing I will say is, and and John had said this, it will take time. Even if someone has a skill set as a graphic designer, they still have to learn your system, right? So just understand, it's not going to be like an overnight, like success thing here, right? Where you're going to just say, Hey, want to come work for me? And you know, here's what I need done. And they're going to do it perfectly. It's not going to happen. So if you're thinking that, like John said, it's not going to happen. You're probably going to be disappointed. It's going to take some time. And again, it's investing in your business by being able to train these people to your specs. All right. So just keep that in mind. All right, guys, that's going to pretty much wrap it up. Remember the show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash three Oh six. If you want to download the show notes, the transcripts, any links we talked about will be there as well. This is going to be probably one of those episodes you will want to download the transcripts because there's a lot of great information that uh, John shared. So definitely head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 306 and you can grab all the goodies over there. And I just wanted to wrap up by saying thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you got a ton of value from this. And as always, remember that I'm here for you and I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.